Hello, and welcome to the Sam and Andrea podcast. This is Things We Think We Know. And Sam's got a stick-upper butt today, so what <laughs> other perfect day to talk about our pet peeves. Yeah! Why we have them, why we shouldn't have them, what they are, all about the pet peeves. <laughs> From Sam's sister's spare bedroom in the OC, it's Sam and Andrea. What's the definition of a pet peeve? I feel like it's important. I forgot to look it up today. <laughs> In all of my research, <laughs> me too. <laughs> I mean, I did, but I didn't like post it. I mean, we all it. know what it is, yeah. but then, you know, sometimes right. you read the actual definition of something and you're like, oh. oh. All right. So the definition of a pet peeve is something that a particular person finds especially annoying. It's pretty right. straightforward. One thing. And this isn't the main thing, as I said, but today when I went to the restroom in the stall, I went to get a toilet seat cover out mm. of that little cardboard thing. Yeah. And it was a fresh batch of toilet seat covers oh. where they're all packed in so tightly right. that there is no way not to tear it and pull out just one. <gasps> so I try gingerly anyway to pull out the first one, to pull it up at the right angle, and it doesn't work, and it tears out. I'm like, ah, and then I just rip the rest of the seat cover out, and I put it in the toilet, and I'm like, I'm going to try it again. Maybe if I pull it down at this angle, it's not going to rip, and it rips. I'm like, ah, and then I rip it all up, and I put it in the toilet, oh, man. and I end up pulling out two or three at the same time, and then I put them on the toilet seat, and they kind of look all toe up and stuff. <laughs> But I use it anyway, Toe and it just pisses me up. off because I'm like, this happens sporadically, and it's just something that you get used to here and there. But I'm like, can't they start packaging them differently? Like, those are all a waste. Mm -hmm. I mean, yep. I could save them and use it to blot the oil off my face. <laughs> I've heard that's a trick, right? Um, yeah, anyway, so that's one thing that I fucking can't stand. Like, it's very irritating going through that. I'm like, God damn, I'm just trying to take a leak and not infect my ass cheeks with other people's germs. Damn right. And I'll be damned if I'll sit there in a, like, squat position. Nah, nah, nah. Ain't nobody got time for that. Although, I'll tell you the truth. There are days where I'm like, you know what? I get so angry, I'm like, F it. And I just sit on the actual seat. Those are bad days because, as you know, I'm a germaphobe. And yes. then I think about how I sat here and that's now going to be in my underwear. Those germs are there. And for, you know, okay, I'm not going to say for you guys, guys and ladies, and then you're, you're with your partner and you're like, oh, I want to, like, have some fun after work. Just remember <laughs> that they probably sat down on a toilet seat without a cover and you're all fooling around and you've got other people's DNA that go from their butt cheeks. If you touched your partner's butt cheeks, they're now on your hands <laughs> and then you stroke their face lovingly oh and now it's on their face. Whoa. And then you kiss their cheek with your lips and then you kiss them and so other people's DNA from the toilet seat are now on your lips, on your tongue. They're everywhere. Whoa. So deciding to use a toilet seat cover and not giving up even if it keeps ripping is a major decision don't downplay it don't minimize it it means something people that's a great pet peeve to start on <laughs> i can move on from there you know i'll uh i'll segue into this all right same category though same category of course you know this topic i mean it, the bathroom oh my biggest pet peeve in the bathroom <laughs> is when people that you can tell are in a stall stay there forever. <laughs> they are just sitting there. Quietly. On the toilet. 
quietly twiddling their thumbs, maybe over their phone, doing nothing, and taking up a toilet. (laughs) What do you imagine they're doing in there? I imagine they're texting, maybe just getting away from the day for a moment, which I understand. But how much longer are you sitting on the toilet that, like you said, is infected with germs for that to transfer to you on your feet or your hands or your buttocks? Butox. Butox. And then it's like a game. Like, I don't like seeing people at sick. Like, I try to avoid at all costs any awkward conversation in the bathroom. So (laughs) I plan my attack to the sink in accordance with what the actions of others are. So if I hear another toilet flush, I'm going to take a moment, let them go do their sink thing and leave. And then I'll leave. But if they're just sitting there forever, (laughs) then I don't know when to go. (laughs) I know. It's very awkward. So awkward. I know. And now, a lecture from Sam B. That person flushes the toilet with her foot. And she's doing it so that she doesn't have to touch the handle and won't transmit germs. To herself. Right. But what she's doing is... mm The next person who comes in there and uses the toilet, they're going to touch that same toilet handle with their hands, unlock the bathroom stall, go turn on the water at the sink, open the bathroom door, and all throughout the building. So the germs on her foot are going to come back to her when she uses all those same handles later. Yep. It's like, get a grip. Use a (sighs) piece of toilet paper or something, but don't use your foot because now, (laughs) well, you're transmitting germs even more. Yeah. That bugs me. I think this is the second time you've brought this up on a podcast. Really? Yeah. Well, let it be a reminder to all of you. Stop being stupid about germs. Think about the big picture, the long-term effects. Get out of the moment. Really think. Sorry, I didn't mean to lecture everyone. We're on the same side. (laughs) I just wanted to see how you would finish that up by yourself. That's it. Oh, you're like, I'll leave you hanging, Sam. (laughs) I'm not going to, like, bounce the ball back to you. Nope. (laughs) I was waiting for you to throw it to me. Thanks, Andrea. You're welcome. I was at peace where I left it. So, there. Well, you're so mean. (laughs) Wickedly, wonderfully mean. (laughs) I'm just going to leave you on an island out there, Sam. (laughs) Just temporarily. Like, I was just going to get on the boat to save us and, like, go around it a couple times and then come back and get you. All right, I'm going to do it to you later then. <laughs> Just wait. Oh, no. <laughs> and it's going to be when you say something awesome. No. I ain't saying shit. No. Andrea. No. Mm. I'll edit in your reaction and get, get rid of the pause. <laughs> okay, here's a reaction for you you can put in. <laughs> oh, yeah. I did a little digging about pet peeves and came across some interesting stuff. Mm. That wasn't just, you know, lists about pet peeves, which (laughs) was most of the Google search that I did. Really? Yeah. It was like, I put in pet peeves and here's just all these lists of pet peeves. I'm like, oh my God, why did all of these people make articles about pet peeves? Like, we already know what they are. Like, unless you're trying to research one specific one, Mm -hmm. like, I don't need an encyclopedia of pet peeves. It's just going to annoy me. That's what I'm doing. But this was like from everyone forever and always. It was just so vast. You're like and be so original. Silly. Come on, people. Less and less of well, pet yeah. peeves. I mean, just like write something interesting about them, not just here's twenty nine pet peeves about this. Right. 
Something unique. Yes. And so one unique thing I found is that pet peeves come out of two emotions most often. Mm. The first one, irritation. The second one, disgust. (laughs) So if you are irritated by an action of others or disgusted by an action of others, you are most likely experiencing something you have a pet peeve with. Well, I just ex- I just described something where I was irritated and then something where I was disgusted. I know. That's why I oh, said it. This is perfect. I didn't even know you were going to say that. Oh. Well, it must be true then. Wow. <coughs> Andrea, that is so gross. <laughs> If you could, like, stop doing that, that'd be awesome. I think we're past that now. Whoa. episode 14 now? (laughs) Like, episode 13 now? Just in case. (laughs) What if it's episode 15? It's like episode 15 now. (laughs) All right, so... Pet peeves come out of irritation or disgust, and you (laughs) might feel wronged by someone's action because they have disrespected you in some way maybe by (laughs) changing lanes on the freeway without using their blinker or clicking their goddamn pen next to you while you're in a meeting that just makes me wonder like a difference between just being pissed off and having a pet peeve well the clicking the pen is only a personal pet peeve to some people and not to everyone i mean like on the freeway i mean oh who, who doesn't fucking hate that well, I mean, is everything you can you consistently choose? hate a pet peeve? I mean, I'm not saying you know. It's no, just, I just asked myself that question. I think the answer is everyone gets cut off on the freeway, but it's the way that you react to it that makes it a pet peeve or not. That's true. I mean, I could be like, oh, you know what? That's okay. They must be in a hurry. I've been there before. I hope their day gets better. Right. Well, that shit ain't gonna <laughs> fucking happen. So the a-hole, like, what the f- are you gonna do? Like, you're gonna cause a wreck. You're gonna kill somebody, you stupid jerk. That's... But instead, I'm gonna be like... <laughs> That's the opposite way of reacting. <laughs> oh, you know what? It's okay. They're just having a bad day. We've all been there. Or just simply continue driving like it didn't affect your life either way. Ugh. <laughs> it's like Buddhism where they, someone said there's a fine line between being peaceful and stoicism where you don't allow yourself to feel. I don't think I could ever really feel peaceful about it, but I could be stoic. Yeah, I mean, if there, I feel like for me, getting angry on the road about getting cut off or someone not using their blinker. It has to come from seeing that that driver is doing it on purpose. Like their action is deliberately aggressive and or not checking their surroundings when making the maneuver. Which would be most people doing that. Yeah. But, but I know. There are times where people just, you know, scooch in and and it on a bad day might really piss you off and on a good day it really wasn't as bad as you thought it was right you know and you kind of have to do that mental check with yourself like well did he really cut me off was he really being that mean about it or was she really being a bitch about it i'd say half the time there is no ill will intended upon you 
the other driver, they're only thinking about themselves. Which is offensive. It is. But how much are you allowing it to affect your life? In general, do you get pissed at people on the road? No. Yeah. I I used to. So what changed for you? I used to get very, very angry at everything that people did wrong on the road towards me. And I ended up getting so angry during one event that it scared me how angry I was. And from then on, I said, it's not that fucking big a deal. I'm going to get to where I'm going when I get there, just like everyone else. And I need to step back and not be so affected by stupid shit that happens on the road every single day. And you know what? My life is a lot easier and my drives are a lot less stressful and I'm a lot less angry. Yeah, that makes sense. I think that's awesome. Most people can go through that thought process and allow it to them. It wouldn't allow them to change the way that they feel. Right. I don't really get very angry often on the road just because... There are so many other things going on in my life. If right. I have to order them in the order of importance, mm-hmm. it's it doesn't even usually make the list. So I also found an eight-step approach to coping with your pet peeves. Is there a group for this? <laughs> it was on a website. I think it was like a blog. <laughs> it seemed like a blog is what it looked like. Maybe like a psychology One, crack blog. open a beer. No. Two, open a bottle of wine. <laughs> Three, smoke a joint. Four, oh, take I your like number three. <laughs> so, yes. The first of the eight steps in coping with your pet peeves is I hope God's not part of this. <laughs> there is no religion <laughs> <laughs> in pet peeves. Thank God. <laughs> uh, the first step is acknowledging its existence. I acknowledge that this is. Bothering the shit out of me. Exactly. Okay. I acknowledge that this person has cut me off. Eh. Step one. Mm. Step two. Resist <laughs> the urge to vent about it. To who? Myself? To anyone. And yourself, I think. Resist the urge to vent. So, a scenario I can give you here is when you get cut off on the road and it escalates into an altercation of some sort between two drivers. You walk into work and you're all angry and you're all riled up and that person really wronged you and disrespected you and you had a pet peeve triggered. Mm-hmm. And you go to your friend and you say, man, I had a terrible drive in. This happened and this happened and this happened and this happened because one thing is true about us humans. We love sharing hatred. That's true. <laughs> More than good things. It's like, of course. Yeah. Well, what, would huh. we, what do we do when you sit around the table at dinner and talk about things you fucking hate? Yeah, it's you true. Talk we don't about express gratitude and great things. I mean, no. sometimes we do. Sometimes. But right, it's easier. I wonder why. It's easier to complain. It's easier to take what happened that day that pissed you off and describe it to others so that you feel validated in your hatred of that thing. Yes, that's true, I believe. Step three, understand the deeper meaning. Oh my god, what could that be? I have no clue. (laughs) (laughs) Truthfully, I was going to shorten the steps because I thought they were getting too long. But (laughs) I know what the fucking deeper meaning is when I see someone flushing the toilet with their foot. You're contaminating the entire office space, you dumb Yeah, it is a deeper meaning. Yeah, but that ain't deep. That's just fucking obvious. Yeah, surface meaning. Well, step four. 
Yes. <laughs> no, it's not personal. It is. But is it? Personal. Is it? It is. They just don't know that yet because <laughs> I haven't had a chance to identify who it is mm, and tell them. Mm. But when someone cuts you off on the road, is it personal? You know, I'll let you get through your list, but I honestly believe it is. Hmm. I think there's a lot of things in life that I used to believe they weren't personal, but they actually are. And that makes things more complicated and ugly. But True. True. It is personal. Anytime you disrespect other people, it's personal. No. <laughs> Not every time, in every circumstance, but in general, yes, oh, it's personal. Playing footsie with Sam. Your foot's very warm. Your foot's very cold. Yes. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm a cold. Hearted. <laughs> Step five. <laughs> Pleasure yourself. So, under you don't, so you don't think about it as much oh, anymore. I mean, that's a good solution, but uh, understand <laughs> the rest of the story. Oh, brother. <laughs> I knew you would love that one. There is no rest of the fucking story. <laughs> That's like you said, when when you acknowledge that that person that cut you off probably is in a hurry and that you've been there and that's the rest of the story. It, it makes it hurt less. Yeah, I think the rest of the story is usually people are just stupid mother... <laughs> that's the rest of the story is how stupid <sighs> people are. I don't like where this is going. You won't like this at all. Oh no. What's the next one? <laughs> Seven is Ew. look for something good. Mm. So I, I can usually find something good. Distract yourself with something that is positive around you and don't think about the negative thing that that person just did that altered your day. Mm. Which is fine. It's a nice think sentiment. Think of something good. Hmm. What a concept, right? Right. And number eight. <laughs> Make a heartfelt connection. To who? I don't know either. That is bullshit. I hate that list. <laughs> I don't know if it's talking about like the person that pet that pet peeved you. Make a heartfelt list of what? <clears throat> no, make a heartfelt connection. Oh, with another human. Oh, I have heartfelt connections. <laughs> make a heartfelt connection. That's great. So, what we're really talking about here is becoming a robot. That sounds wonderful. Maybe it's very robotic. Like I said, there's a fine line between being peaceful and being a fucking robot. Yeah. So I love that robot list. You're welcome. It's great. This is this is what I could find on the interwebs, okay? I totally get it. <laughs> um, but it said find something positive. Mm -hmm. That brings me to my other pet peeve. Please do tell. Okay. Oh, my God. Wait, wait, wait. I haven't said my pet peeve yet. You want to say it now? Yes. Because I have too many. It's time for you to get one in. Yes. Exactly. Going into this podcast, I had to think about pet peeves a lot. I had to decide what makes me irritated, disgusted with other humans on this planet and how they treat others. And you had mentioned to me that you really don't have any. I don't have a lot. Which is awesome. Is That was my conclusion. In thinking of what disgusts me and irritates me about other humans and their actions. Actions? The list is very short. That is so wonderful. <laughs> like, I'm serious. What I mean, the hell's wrong with you? I just... What's right with you? I don't fucking know. But <laughs> I just... I just... I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I don't get as irritated as I used to let myself get. And I'm happier for it. But there is one thing that I will never get over. What is it? While driving... Okay, and it doesn't have to do with changing lanes or getting cut off or, you know, the normal things. Right. When you're driving, 
40 miles an hour, 60 miles an hour, 80 miles an hour, any road, and you will see that your windshield is dirty. And you decide that while you're driving at a high rate of speed to spray your windshield <laughs> with the windshield wiper liquid. Yeah. And chunga chunga your wipers to clear the debris off your windshield. Do you know what that does to the car behind you? What does it do? Sprays them with spritzy wiper fluid <laughs> all over my windshield. So you know what I have to do then? I have to fucking spritz my windshield with wiper fluid and then do it to the guy behind me yeah. who's also going to think that I'm an asshole. <laughs> I will never get over this. It is the worst. It makes me so angry. Wow. Why can't you wait until you get to a stop sign? Or in your residential neighborhood, where it's not going to affect anyone behind you. Or at least maneuver your driving so that you're not right in front of someone else. Right. If you must. Wow. Yeah. And it's it's not even enough to move to a different lane. Because the spray will still hit me one lane over. That's true. Mm-hmm. I think when I notice my windows are dirty, I'm like, shit, the sun's out. I better fucking clean that right now. I'm not like, oh, I can't wait because I'm going to cause an accident if I can't see. Sure. So that's the positive side, Andrea. <laughs> I think that's one of the eight steps. See the positive. The positive <laughs> is they didn't cause an accident because they're like, shit, I better clean it right now. And I know it's not personal. They're not, you know, doing it on purpose to harm me in my day. Well, we'll even take it like me. I'm probably one of the people who does it. So it goes back that's to stupidity. and Understanding the rest of the story right there, Sam stupidity is always the rest of the story that's a new one huh like i don't really hear that one often it's happened to me although it happens to me rarely right but yeah it doesn't I'm like, happen what? often i'm like what what the what the what <laughs> yeah i'm like uh, uh, okay and you're like whatever i just i feel like you you're you're driving in you know city streets you can easily wait till you hit a stop sign or a red light or when you're going slower but if you're on the freeway and you're like oh shit the sun's coming out or it's not coming out, and I feel like, ooh, it's dirty. If you're on the freeway already, and you're just now noticing that your windshield's dirty, then you're a moron. Really? Sometimes it's the way the light hits it. Okay, maybe. I mean, I get it. I totally know what you mean. I mean, sometimes it is unavoidable. I understand that, but... You're getting all that shit on my car. Yeah. All that, all that spritzy bullshit. It's yeah. all on my spritzy bullshit now. I think there's lots of people who can relate to that. <sighs> Thanks. I'm not alone. Even me. You're not alone. Okay. But I'm probably more often one of the offenders, but I'm more conscious of it now than I used to be. I'm super conscious of it. I yeah. totally never, ever, ever wipe my windshields when someone's behind me at a high rate of speed. Ever. Huh. I've also learned about humans, specific personality traits that we have that make us more conscientious of other people or less. Are we born with those traits, do you think? I think they're learned. They're learned. Mm. Some are learned. Some are innate. Right. But yeah, we have to be taught manners. Right. And to think of others. And I think I am hyper aware of things around me mm -hmm. and how they affect others. Like in in stores, when I'm maneuvering a shopping cart, yeah. I'm always out of people's way. Yeah. I consistently make sure that I'm not blocking or I'm not going to cut someone off who's going into that aisle. Yes. Or whatever that is. I'm not wiping my windshield of fluid and spraying car behind me. I don't know where this hyper-awareness of conscientiousness comes from. Yeah. But I have it. Yeah. And you're right. Some people don't have it at all. No. They're, they're, 
they're oblivious. oblivious. Yeah, they are. I don't understand it. I don't either. But you're right. They're just gone. Mm-hmm. Nothing affects them. They don't see anyone around them. They don't see, oh, my cart's in the way. This person It must to get be by. wonderful. I'm sure it's very peaceful. It probably is. Why can't Dumb we asses. be like that? I know. <laughs> Terrible. Like the dumber you are, the happier you are, possibly. Ignorance is bliss? Yes. Mm-hmm. So what was your pet peeve, Sammy? All right. This is the biggest one of all. And it, it's the big. big one. It's big. All right. So there's that thing called misophonia. I'll call it miso. Is it miso? I don't know. <laughs> miso. Miso, 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 also known as selective sound sensitivity syndrome, starts with a trigger. It is often an oral sound, the noise someone makes when they eat, breathe, chew, yawn, or whistle. Wow. Sometimes a small repetitive motion is the cause. Someone fidgets, jostles, or wiggles their foot. Um, Tap, tap, tap. Click, click, click. It's interesting when I think of that way, and I think of it then is it really a pet peeve? It's triggered by another condition. I remember sitting at this jazz concert, which was really loud. Okay. And this lady next to me was picking her nail, just mm. kind of with her other finger, like yeah. picking. And I, that's all I could hear. <laughs> I couldn't hear the music anymore. Right. All I could hear was that picking. Those little sounds drive me nuts i don't know why i don't know where it comes from there's someone at work that trims their nails and i hear the clip 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 and yes some people would just think well number one that's disgusting uh-huh. um the positive side to go back to your eight <laughs> steps is that's great because now your nails are trimmed but for me just <laughs> the sound alone and this person knows this and we kind of have this friendly but angry banter back mm-hmm. and forth because they know I can't stand that sound. Right. I literally cannot stand it. Same with cracking knuckles, right? I hate cracking knuckles mm-hmm. or in the break room there is a light. There's a light fixture that's like makes this buzzing sound mm-hmm. and all I can hear in that break room is the buzzing sound. Mm-hmm. That misophonia thing or whatever. Remember when I was a kid, my mom would be talking on the phone to a friend and laughing or whatever, and she'd have her kind of legs crossed, and she'd be wiping, like, one foot over the other, mm. like when she has bare feet and just kind of rubbing her feet together. And I hated it. Like, I couldn't stand so it. So you've had this a long time. I think that I have. Like, I, I don't think I ever took a lot of time to dissect it just because it's part of my normal life is the sensitivity to those little sounds. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I hear that um, the the noise of a computer or, yeah, sounds of lights, all of that bothers me immensely. Just like you, oh, it's, it's a feeling of irritation, but it's from these little sounds. Is it like nails on a chalkboard? It's exactly like nails on a chalkboard. And it's not because I hate people. I just can't stand the sound. And that's hmm. why, yeah, people clicking their pen, that, mm-hmm. that, that sound, most people I think can relate to that. Yeah, then, that's a common one. Yeah, but it's just, I don't, I don't know where it comes from, but I honest to fucking God cannot <laughs> stand it. It's yeah. really bad. Hmm. And I think that is something to do with sound sensitivity. Yeah. 
that's something like I don't know if you can like cope with the pet peeves that are associated with misophonia or misophonia like I don't know if that's something you can like work to not be annoyed by like I feel like it's something innate in your brain like I I was reading about this stuff and the research that they've done on pet peeves and some of it said that those little sounds that you're hearing literally make your brain release the anger emotion wow like it's it's wired in your brain to react that way oh i can believe it that's how i feel like it's just it's almost like a completely physical reaction Mm -hmm. not oh i hate that you're trimming your nails or i I hate that you're moving your feet or whatever i hate that you cut me off or i hate that you wiped your windshield with liquid in front of me yeah it just creates a physical reaction it's a physical irritation that you have yeah yeah i can't stand it oh man those little goddamn motherfucking sounds those are my favorite sounds to make Ugh. don't <laughs> do it don't well i was like the queen of like drumming with my pens constantly oh, God. and my mom always hated it <laughs> You look so happy just thinking about it. Like, why does it make you feel happy making other people feel that way? Well, it was just her butt. No, I don't think it was. No, like, I wouldn't do it in front of you. You look so gleeful. If you were annoyed. Well, what would she do? She would yell at me about my extraneous noise making. (laughs) But she listens to this podcast now, so I can't put this in. Yes, you can. You didn't say anything bad about her. She got irritated at everything we all would, so I'm on your mom's side, so you can keep this in. Hey, mom. You little joker. Yep, always. Yeah. Always being a little brat. Mm, Kudos to your mom. She's a strong woman. That's true. (laughs) Do you have any other pet peeves you would like to talk about? I do have to include people who chew, especially chips with their fucking mouth open. (laughs) Close your goddamn mouth. And if you it's have already breathing loud. problems, then take care of that shit before you chew <laughs> chips with your goddamn mouth open. Yeah, chewing chips is already in- inherently loud. So it's like close you have to your muffle goddamn your... mouth. Yeah. Sorry, I had an ex who used to do that. And it's like, close your fucking mouth. Like it just makes <laughs> me want to fucking murder them. Close it. Oh, what about like gum popping? Mm, not really bother me but I, I i know someone i had a friend who really hated the sound like yeah. he didn't like gum chewing and i At like all. to chew gum but i keep my mouth closed and i'm not like yeah. a big horse about it but he couldn't stand it and so i'm like well it's not gonna work out because i like gum <laughs> but i'm pretty well, quiet uh, this ain't going anywhere sorry sir yeah you know who you are <laughs> But I, and he mentioned like, well, there's mints, there's all these other things, nope. but it's like, yeah, I get that, but. The act of gum chewing is what we like. Well, it's not even the act of it. It's just sometimes I don't want a mint. Sometimes I want gum, but it's so, the way I do it is so discreet. And I thought I just can't put myself under that pressure, but I respect the fact that that person cannot stand it. I've had gum in my mouth the entire time. Right now? Mm-hmm. What in the ho-ho? Exactly. What in the hee-hee? I make sure nobody knows. <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, you can know. I just don't want you to hear it so that anybody gets annoyed. Yeah. I'm sensitive to that as well. But yes. uh, all I'm saying is, you know who you are. I respect that pet peeve. Yeah, it's a normal one. It It is. I get it. <laughs> I understand the knuckles one, too. Because, like, Ugh. it's like the sound of it is kind of gross. I and can't it's stand also, it. like, everyone has similar looking bodies. And so everyone knows your knuckles. Ugh can do that and so 
if my knuckles are doing that, then you're thinking about your knuckles doing that, and then it grosses you out more. It's true. And then when people who crack their knuckles, they get started, and they get on this nice roll over the course of a minute or two, and it's like, please, <laughs> go, go do that by yourself. You don't need to do that here. Yeah, that's something that you can schedule. I can't stand it. Away from I people. mean, I really, <laughs> really hate it, and I don't know that I would be capable of turning it off. Of course, I already know how to modify my reaction but sure because you're an adult yeah exactly <laughs> well i think so maybe not i mean sometimes sometimes most of the time nah, maybe eh, i don't know well <laughs> this has been the sam and andrea podcast things we think we know that's andrea i'm sam or is it maybe this whole time i've been andrea and, and i'm sam. sam holy shit what <laughs> never know you can't prove it Anyway, you're going to find us on the interwebs and Facebook. Maybe that sound is your pet peeve. Good night. <laughs> this has been Sam and Andrea Podcast. That's Sam. This is Andrea. And this is Things We Think We Know. You can check us out on Facebook. And nowhere else. <laughs> <laughs> You have got to keep that. <laughs> that's it. That's the only place. Sorry, guys. And nowhere else. Nowhere else. I mean, in SoundCloud and anywhere else you want to listen to a podcast, but. That's freaking hilarious. <laughs> and nowhere else. <laughs> All right, are we done? We're done. Things we think we know. Bye. Bye.